It's another podcast of the Porcupine and Facts Experience. Welcome. Hey, Max. In the Porcupine Podcast. I was walking down New York City Street. Past the famous mosque. Don't have the name. I'll get it. And it was a hundred, easy hundred people heading to the mosque. As the imam puts out the call for prayer. It's another podcast of the Porcupine and Facts Experience. And they're in the United States. Open the world prayer for universal And they come to the mind. It's a public call. Rhythm of the day for the entire population. Non-Muslim, the light is welcome. Prayer is over 1400 years old. It takes place five times a day. Let me not waste any time. Let's get right in it. This is the prayer. It's coming out of Brooklyn, New York, United States of America. And facts experience. Welcome. So, therefore, I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide my tongue and my heart that you may benefit. The purpose of this football you finish, you walk out. And you benefit. Oh Allah, help us. Guide us for Surat al-Mustaqim. I'm going to begin in part of an ayat of Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking to one of his great They are coming. Inni ja'aluka linnas imamin. You know, very famous ayat from Quran. And we will make you an imam for mankind. Beautiful ayat of Quran. I was in South Africa with my good friend Ali Rahimallah and I gave khutbah in one of the largest masters in Durban. And I mentioned that this hadith of the Prophet والسلام, someone said to him Ya Khairul Bari Work on that brothers inshallah Oh, best of creation. They gave him a tremendous compliment. They said, Ya khair al-bari, ya, oh, best of creation. How did our prophet respond, he said, Daka Ibrahim, that's Ibrahim. I've mentioned this hadith before. And one of the brothers from the uh, Shura, he wrote a letter and said Imam Suraj should apologize for saying that, the, that Ibrahim was better than the Prophet, peace and blessed be upon him. I didn't say that. 
a melice but the prophet alayhisalam wasalam said daka ibrahim consider this brothers can you work on the sound consider this I was at an airport one morning in Atlanta, Georgia, time for Salat. So I ascertained, ascertained the people, and I made my Salat. And when the Salat was over, a man, a worker from Delta Airlines, had a uniform on. He came to me and said, I was facing this way. He said, the Qibla is that way. And I thank them. We as Muslims all pray in the same Qibla. That Ibrahim, وسلم, he built his house. And one prayer in my masjid is better than 100,000 prayers in any other masjid. This is the house of Ibrahim. Everybody knows this. I could give a compelling argument that our Prophet was the best of creation. I could. For instance, the Prophet said, date of Jannah, and the angel said, Men anta, you kutu anna Muhammad. I'm sorry, I'm Muhammad. He said, because of you, I was ordered to let no one in Jannah before you. A compelling argument. The Prophet he said, I will have more followers on Yom Al-Qiyamah in Jannah more than any prophet. I hope that you behave the people of Jannah. I can give compelling argument that the Prophet was the best of creation. I merely said what the Prophet said. Today, I want to go backwards. I begin with the compliment that Allah gave to Ibrahim والسلام, but if you go the verse before you get why and when we tested Abraham with test he passed every test that's it that's the key when I was in high school and college every time we had a test the students would get together and say, how did you make out in your test? How did you do? And the passing grade was 65, meaning you get 65, you pass. Anything less than 65, you fail. Some students got 65 and they celebrated. Yeah, I passed. I got, I got 65. Other students, I still remember their face. They got like 98. And they were dissatisfied. Oh man, I wanted to get a hundred. Why say that? Every one of us are going to be tested. Ibrahim was tested and he passed it every test. Let's see. We have in New York City 1,300,000 Muslims. New York City, 1,300,000. Over 300 masjids, more than 30 full time Muslim schools. Alhamdulillah. And some areas, they have one or two masjids. 
I've been across America and many masjids. Listen to Ibrahim Salam talking to his wife Sarah. Yes, Sarah. Oh, Sarah, there is not one Muslim on this earth other than you and me. What? Look, we come to the masjid. Houses of Muslim businesses. Everywhere you go, you see Muslims. And yet, with just him and his wife, Sarah. So my question today, what's your test? I don't mean for you to come to me and say, Imam Siraj, this is my test. I have a test with alcohol. Some of you Muslims have a test with alcohol. I know that. It's a test for you. Some brothers and sisters have a test with marijuana. Cigarettes. Some brothers have a test with women. So we are here to help one another. Whatever your test is, we're here to help one another. If your test is drugs, okay, don't worry about it. I'm not telling you to come to me to confess. That's not my point. It's Juba. My point is that we are here to help one another. And we tested Abraham with tests. How did you make out your test? Brothers and sisters, alhamdulillah, we share this earth 196,940,000 square miles with 8 billion people. Among the 8 billion people, 2 billion Muslims, 2 billion Christians, 1 billion, 100 million Hindu, 500 million Buddhists, 25 million um, uh, Sikhs and about 13 million Jews. We share this planet. And you know what? Every one of them have a right to practice their religion as they see fit. And we as Muslims have the right to practice our religion as we see fit. I would like to talk about one of the big challenges of the Muslims. And I want us to do better. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to do better. And that is the people out there. I have the opinion that most Muslims, they don't care. Trinidadian. They don't care. The best of my ummah. My generation, and then the generation that follows it, and then the generation that follows it. Ibrahim was tested. When do we hear about Ibrahim from the beginning when he was for 10? He's a youth. The people are telling him to worship their God, the idol gods. He says, No. His father is saying to worship these gods. He said, No. And a young man. Throw him in the fire. 
and Allah ordered the fire to be cool. Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. And that man, that man Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, went around the world to start tawheed, the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My question for us, what are we going to do? Have you ever read about Al-Bashirim al-Bashirim, the ten Sahaba promised Jannah? Did you ever look at them? Abu Bakr, Umar, Ali, Uthman. All of them, not one of them, was born in the folds of Islam. Not one of them. Can I say that again? To make you understand, to appreciate? All of them, none of them was Muslims. My complaint to this woman is that there are a lot of people out there waiting for us to come. You ever read Hadith literature? And Aisha radiallahu anha, Ummul Mu'mineen, Ummul Abdullah. From Aisha, mother of the faithful. What do you mean, mother of the faithful? The wives of the Prophet are our mothers. What do you mean, the mother of Abdullah? Aisha never had children. Who's Abdullah? Abdullah is the son of a sister, Asma. Why is that significant? Because Abdullah was the first Muslim born in the Ummah of Rasulullah We have an obligation. Now, I want to go back to the ayah from Quran. We talk about Ibrahim Consider this. We are the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah tested Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa salam to make you a leader of mankind. What happened? He went out there and he began to call the people to the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now look. Millions of people, they go to Mecca. Millions of people, they go and they worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because of the house that Ibrahim built, sallallahu alayhi wa So listen to this. Allah conferred upon him the leader of mankind. Listen to what he said. Women duriyati. What, what, what about my offspring? This is deep. What about my offspring? Do you know the offspring of Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salat wa salam? Who's who? Let's see. His son, Ismail, and Ishaq. And when Allah gave the commandment to Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salat wa salam to sacrifice his son, his son said, do what you commanded to do. Because not only Ibrahim, Waladina, Ma'ahu, those with him. Consider that. He's with his wife Hagar, and he comes, Ismail's just born, 
and he puts Ismail down with some dates and some water, and he began to walk away. Hagar follows him. Ya Ibrahim, I'm a tethab. Ya Ibrahim, I'm a tethab. Ya Ibrahim, where are you going? Are you going to leave us alone with nobody? And then she stopped and said, Is it Allah ordering you to do this? He said, Yes. And then she said, You know what? Allah will not leave us. Who the offspring of Ibrahim, alayhi salat wa salam, women duriati, and among the offspring? Consider it. The Prophet was asked, alayhi salat wa salam, Men akramun nas, who is the most honorable person? Allah, Yusuf, Nabi Allah, Ibn Nabi Allah, Ibn Khalil Allah. Is Yusuf, the son of a prophet, the grandson of the prophet, the great-grandson of the friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? These are the offspring of Ibrahim. Someone asked the prophet, alayhi salat wa salam, ahabu salat ilallah salatu Dawood. The most beloved prayer to Allah is the prayer of David. He used to sleep half of the night and stand up to worship one third of the night, meaning four hours making prayer, and then sleep one sixth of the night. Dawood, descendant of Prophet Muhammad, uh, Prophet Ibrahim salam. You want more? How about how about Isa salam? Descendant of Prophet Ibrahim salam. How about Muhammad salam? How about Sulaiman? How about Musa? How about Yahya? How about all these uh, these are descendants? If these are the descendants of Prophet Ibrahim, why did Allah answer like this? And he said, what about my descendants? Allah could have said, yes. All of these will come from you. He don't say that. He says, my my commandment doesn't take into consideration the wrongdoers. Now, if you read that, you're saying, what is Allah saying? I get it. Wallahi, I get it. I understand it. All of these great prophets will come from the loins of Prophet Ibrahim, alayhi salam. But at the same time, Allah gives us cryptic warning my contract doesn't include the wrongdoers a few years ago i was in memphis tennessee doing a program for a friend of mine and he brought a friend and said imam this is brother so-and-so and his brother came to me and said imam suraj i am a descendant of prophet muhammad peace and blessing be upon him i said okay why would I deny it? But how can I confirm it? So I watched him. I watched his, his actions. Smoking cigarettes. All of that. I said, okay, fine. I will never deny that he's not a descendant of the prophet. Peace and blessing be upon him. But my question is, why you have a need to tell me that you are a descendant of the prophet? 
Wallahi, I get it. There are people on this planet right now that are claiming to be the descendants of Abraham. Some of the worst people on the face of the earth. Allah knows he could have said, yes, some will be good, some will be bad, bad. But Allah is giving us a warning. You be careful because some of them, yes, they will be the descendants of, of the Prophet Peace Ibrahim They will be some of the worst people. I conclude with this. May Allah bless you, brothers and sisters. But we have to do better. I want to push this community here. The people out there are dying and all they need is one of us some of us to come to get them i was in uh boston two weeks ago and the imam abdullah farouk it was celebrating the 50th year of that masjid and it wasn't until i got there and i started speaking that i realized that this is the that was the this is the 50th year of me being Muslim. I was so grateful to Allah. 50 years being Muslim. Some of you, most of you, born Muslim. Most of you, born Muslim. Look around. Look around. Few of you, like me, and a handful of us, became Muslim. No. Tell me when. When are we going out there to get the people? Aisha radiallahu asked her husband, the Messenger of Allah, Ya Rasulullah, have there been a day more difficult than the day of Uhud? What happened to Uhud? His uncle Hamza killed. 85 Muslims killed. They were winning the battle. They lost the battle. Killed. What was the greatest day, most difficult day? The day when he went to Taif. Why he go to Taif? To offer the people, to guide the people to Islam. That's it. To do da'wah. What they do, they stone him. They threw stones at him, bloodied him up. And he going away in Taif. And all of a sudden, he notices that there's a shade. And he looked up and saw the angel Jibril. And he said, Allah has seen and heard what your people have done and sent the angel of the mountain to order you for you to order what to do and now the angel of the mountain says i'm ready and the prophet said no i hope that allah would raise from their loins those who would worship allah and have no association with him I went to Taif. I visited Taif. Taif is almost all Muslims now because of the great love for the Prophet. I close with this, brothers and sisters. Please stop looking down on the people. 
Only by the grace of Allah, we go there. I am one of the grateful ones whom Allah guided to Islam, alhamdulillah, and a lot of these brothers here. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to help the people. I ask Allah to guide us on Surat al-Mustaqeem. Rabbana tukabal minna inna ka'anta sameen alim. Rabbana la tu'akhidna nasina ata'na. Rabbana wa la tahmil alayna israel kamaha ma'atutu ladina min qablina. Rabbana la tuhamnilna amalla tuqatala na'bi. Wafu'anna ukfillina. Walhamna wa anta maulana. Sinsuna ala qawmi al-kafirin. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Iqamat al-salah. Amen. <laughs> 
قال ومن كفر فأمتعه قليلا ثم أضطره إلى عذاب النار وبئس المصير الله أكبر
السلام عليكم ورحمة الله. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله. السلام عليكم. Can I get two minutes? Can I get two minutes? Can I? Yes. Listen to me. This is Baytullah. It's the house of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. In our Sharia, it talks about the house of Allah. You go everywhere and you pay for it. Nobody make you pay to come here, the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But yet, masjid have expenses. Some of you come, you say, all right. You may put a dollar in. Most of you don't. You walk out. I'm saying, we have expenses here. This, last week, me and Akbar went to a Muslim school, cost $400,000 a year for that school. Harvard. Some people pay $79,000 a year, room and board. We don't charge you anything. So I'm asking you, don't walk out. I have here $200. I've got a hundred here somewhere. So I'm not saying, other than Muhammad Noor, I'm not saying any of you have to pay $200. If you have money, Sheikh, this is the message. We have expenses. And then we have more brothers coming, alhamdulillah. We feed them, alhamdulillah. But we need your help. So please, how many will donate something? Raise your hand. Something. I ain't saying 200, something. Okay. How many not going to donate nothing? Raise your hand. I dare you. I thought so. I thought so. So you put some money in the bucket. Allah Akbar. Mashallah. There you go. I need a bucket, inshallah. Whatever you can, alhamdulillah. Is there no more buckets here? Thank you, brother. Thank you so much, Shimon. Thank you. Any, what's the bucket? Tell him to bring the water. Yeah, I'm there. No, we need to get his shirt. Here's his shirt. Thank you. There you go. Thank you, brother. Zakat brother. Here come Muhammad Noor. Yes, sir. Muhammad, just give me your wallet. That's it. This is incredible. This is the United States of America. The Porcupine and the Facts Podcast, the most incredible mosque. It is incredible. We're in the heart of Ephesus, Stuyvesant, Brooklyn, New York. The mosque, the prayer is over. Incredible. I'm going to get a video. This is the Facts in the Porcupine Podcast. We're in the United States of America. We're here. All right, I'm just going to ask some questions about the mosque. The name of the mosque, I'm going to find out for you guys. What's the name of the mosque? You know the name of the mosque? Thank you. No, no, we, we, my friend's there. I'm helping him out. I'm going to, look at me. I may be, become a Muslim. I don't know. 
I believe that from what I witnessed today, I was just walking by. I have been in the boss. We have an accounting around the corner. Incredible Muslim brother. And the next episode, if you guys can hang in there, we are going to air a Muslim brother, Bangladesh. He's an incredible accountant. We are trying to bridge gaps amongst the black and melon community for peace and love. We're under seas. We have issues in Yemen, in Gaza. But the one thing the Imam said earlier, how do we treat each other? When I read the call of prayer, a lot of people are not familiar. You need, I didn't know if it was inappropriate to take a photograph, but they took over the city block. It was wet, the rain, didn't matter. The problem was there was no pathway for people to pedestrians to pass through we have to I'm going to help them with that and I'm teetering on the end you know because I have my family's religion I've been fortunate enough to work in a mosque the Muslim Center in Queens on Jamaica Avenue 179 you should look them up the Muslim Cultural Center. There's a lot happening. And there's other things that are taking place that the mosque is helping the new arrivals. And they're overwhelmed. It is beautiful. Beautiful sight. And that was yesterday, Friday. And what it told me that we can reach, prayer can reach around the world. And that's what this platform offers for. We're, we're, it's so many different topics, so many different concerns. And the gentleman at the door, I was standing there, the speaker, because it was open for all. And it was difficult, and I bear witness to see that the gentlemen that are new arrivals are very not, they're very, they're going to have to understand that the mosque was maintained by loyal individuals for decades. We have two mosques, one on Bedford and Fulton, and we have another one on Bedford and Gates. I'm not familiar, but I will get to know them. But I do do engage with them, the children. And I think he stated it was a hoofah. 
not sure. And I hope you guys enjoyed it, ladies, gentlemen, people around the world. Um, it was a moment in time for me. I'm familiar with them. And I just think we need to hold the line. There's a lot of distraction. And for what people don't know, the Islamic, Islamic culture and tries to incorporate all in one. So as the Iman gave me a Quran, the first gentleman gave me one in Arabic. I couldn't read it and I just told them, and I'm being honest with you gentlemen, ladies, people around the world, I didn't even read my own Bible like I'm supposed to because everybody has their own way and path to, you know, doing the right thing. I respect the religion. My uncle's an Iman. My best friends are Muslim. They never really explained it. It was just so secretive and quiet. And as he stated, for those who are smoking cigarettes, who are doing X, Y, Z, he didn't judge you. But there is a need to maintain culture. To do what's right. We'll have governments around the world and they'll do what they do. There's so much suffering and we need to pay attention to that. And for each and every day that you're here on the planet, despite all things, you cannot have any malice. Like you have certain Muslims, my friends that are born into the, to the, to the faith, and then you have people that convert into the faith. And there's some, sometimes things can be looked that somebody's, if you're from the United States and you're not from Saudi Arabia, you're not from Yemen, you're not a real true Muslim. He clears that up. My friends are from Yemen. I see them every day. I see Bangladesh every day. He's there. But whenever you are on the planet Earth and walking on the soil, soil, despite anything, in my perspective, you are supposed to add to humanity. Raise your children with respect and honor. And I have witnessed that. I also witnessed the young, the new arrival, the brothers that have crossed into the country and they need to know, like, here's, here's a very important one that I can slide in, unedited. They are from Montetania. We have some great episodes as they start to become part of the society, no matter what part of the world you're in. His two young men, I observed, 
who are washing their clothes unfamiliar to me because I've never seen it done that way and they wasn't doing it the right way but we said hello to one another ladies and gentlemen this is the facts and the porcupine podcast I got my cool man from Martitania where you from? Senegal in the house so listen these young men are here in the United States of America Brooklyn, New York they need a job if anybody's listening to my podcast, I got the man, he's six foot tall, he's looking good. Watch out for him, ladies. I got the other guy, best of friends, he's only five feet two, but they want to work. How long you been in the United States? Yeah. Yeah. Eight months. He's been here eight months. You? Three months. He's been here three months. So they're here. We need to help them. You know what I like about this guy right here? He's washing his clothes, ladies and gentlemen. Playboy. So, do you like the United States? Yeah. You like it? I like it. Why? Because you can smoke, you can drink. It's for job. You want to make money. No smoke, no drink. You go to the mosque on the corner? You Muslim? Yeah. Right. You go to that mosque, right? Right. Yeah, my friend, he's the imam, my uncle imam. Okay, so what about the ladies here? Have you seen? Yeah. You like it? No. Not yet. You want to make some money? You want to make some money? Do you play basketball? Sports? You can, okay, football. All right. How you know this guy? What's this guy? What's your name? Mamoru. Yeah. Mamo. Yeah. Your name? Ahmadu. 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 Right. Ahmadu and Mamo. Yeah. I'm Reggie. Reggie. Nice to meet you. Keep your pants up. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. So, you miss your mama? You miss your brother? You miss your sister? You call on the phone, mommy? I'm okay. I'm doing okay. Yeah. You call every day? Yeah. Every day. Every day. Every night you call and they, they want to know you're doing good. Yeah, yeah. How old are you? You're 22, 23, 24? How old? Duma, Duma. Duma. Uh, three, uh, four, four, three. You're not, no. 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 23. 23. Okay, how old are you? Yeah, I'm here. Look at this guy. He's pulling out some ID. What the hell? Eight months in the country. He got, nice, good boy. Okay, 19, I can't see, but what are you, 25? No, I can't see it. 24. Oh, you're 24, okay, you baby, you baby, you baby. <laughs> no children? No. Not yet? Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Facts of the Porcupine Podcast. We want to we wanna make sure you're safe. You know the law, you know, you know my problem, right? No problem, no police, none of that. You have ID, that's good. So you call, you send money home every week? Whenever you got it. You went to university? You, you in university here now? You, yeah. Not yet? No. But in Sudan, no? You said, where are you from? Sudan? Senegal. In Senegal, you go to school? Education? Okay, you? Yeah. All right. I like you, man. 
This guy right here, boy, he's going to be somebody, ladies and gentlemen. He's a good-looking guy. So, in your language, say hello to my people. Say? Hello. Hi. Hi. How do you say? Hello. Hi, Don. You good? Everything is okay? Okay. Very good. Listen to that. He's learning. But say it in your language, in Mauritania. Yeah. Say it. Say it in Africa. Say it. Yeah, no, madam. While I was just listening to him, 
I have a way that I do that I have been doing. We have the tallest African brother in New York at 7 feet 2 working in a supermarket. We have these two young gentlemen who came into the community laundry. And there was three things that I had to speak to them about. I wasn't actually going to say anything. But I picked one. Another podcast. When I saw his pants down and facts experience. Welcome. He got the message. I didn't turn it on. What you heard was quiet right after what I did. And I got so far into his ass and I said it just like this. You are not here to be walking around with your pants like sagging. Now maybe he pulled them off for me. From that point, I knew I was speaking to him. And I showed him how to put the clothes in the laundry. And I, you know, what the cord is. Because they want to be clean. So I felt like, as I was just listening to that, a light bulb went in my head. So I'm going to go to the mosque. Oh, and it's another podcast. And facts experience. I'm in. And I know them well. You're going to allow certain guys to like these, especially these two I, I know where to find them too because the guy that's from Morton Patty we did there's an episode up on the, on our on our in our podcast from that country and he he explained to me the misconception that a lot of people from Africa and all part of around the world stated that they make America seem so weird. And him, his entire family showed up. And they, before they even get to this country, oh, it's another podcast of the Porcupine and Facts Experience. Well, he had to go through with his mom. That's why there's a little little shift and rift with the immigrants coming in. And they're not taking care of the black brothers like they should. There's a few good episodes for folks who are interested. He's an interesting. He follows the Marcus Garvey. He's a Garvey knight. And he's Muslim. The gentleman from Mauritania. The Yemen. There's a bunch of Conversations on the platform, Facts of Porcupine Podcast platform. Oh, it's another that podcast. It's just for Porcupine and Facts Experience. And great information. Welcome. We have religion, we have everything. I'm meeting everyone. And I want to know why. Because we're here for a short time. It's a run. And you gotta run hard. You gotta make it work. Mala. We got Pakistan. There's some great episodes because we're in a multicultural community. And we don't speak. He's from Sudan, Muslim, but all parent tradition values living in America. So you can I'm I'm speaking with them because there's a lot of people that want to come. And we need to prepare them when they get here. They make that journey. 
that it's not a game. Don't look at the oh, black. I'm a black American. And facts experience. Welcome. The struggle, the death of Martin Luther King, all of our leaders leaves our community tired. We got China in that. What are we doing? That's a people. And it doesn't matter what walk of life. Somebody's gonna lay Someone's gonna keep you laid up. Someone, we can't expect it from anyone else if we're not doing it for ourselves. Or we're not offering it to the young man. Here's another one. Oh, it's another podcast of the Porcupine and Facts Experience. Welcome. That advantage of offering things in the conversation that I need. It's going to be something that we're going to consistently do because they have a big speech. And they're reaching the public. You see, no reason why the broadcast cannot be worldwide and that's what I'm telling you because it dawned on me today while I was walking by even the politics as the evening gentleman said at the end and the same thing when I go to my church Oh, it's another podcast with the Porcupine Mom, and Facts Experience. We've been in the church all our lives. And when my cousin converted to Islam back in the days, I'm talking about 20 years ago, long That mosque is responsible for cleaning up that entire area of and I hope that the gentlemen that are here, whether they be, and most, the majority of them are unique, but they find the niche, Uber, Uber, you can deliver anything, you can get the app, you can just do your thing, and they have to stay focused. Like I was telling those two young men. You know, I can tell the guy, oh, it's he's, another he's and fast experience. Welcome. End up in trouble. So when I saw his pants down, I gave him the door in the Porcupine Podcast. He was born in the country. Why are you so undisciplined? <laughs> Come on, tell the truth. I'm not born here. I can show you, I can show you proofs. I, I believe but, you. Wait a minute, do it again? Yeah, do it again. When I was like six years old, I went back home. Right. See the family, see the country. Learn a little bit about religion. What's happening? Why is it? No, no. So you learn a little bit of what religion you learned about? Islam. Oh, I got it. Um, so you are, is 
Hey, you're in Islam, you're a Muslim. And when you went back to your country, what age was you? Seven years old. So you was a little guy. Now, you stay, they, they try to try to discipline you there, no? Wait a minute. Why did your parents send you back home? Because you wasn't really listening here? Because I know you. I, I watch you. And you you're a good kid, but you're fucking wild. Because there's another Muslim brother. He was running ragged, running wild. He got back into Islam. He's a fucking, he's, he's perfect. So they sent you there at seven years old. Did you have to go to school? And, oh, so you stayed there for three years. And then you came back a lot better than your parents was happy the way you came back. But then you went back to who you were? After 15, you started doing whatever you wanted. You mean to tell me, do you come in the house when they ask you now? Or you don't do it now? Are you living with the parents still? Are you the only? Are you the only son? I'm not. I got my big sister. So you're the only boy, and you got a sister. That's why you're doing it. What do they think she's having in New York? She's in Buffalo. Because she's smart. They put her. She's in college, right? I know Buffalo. It's cold up there. So, so you came back. You were back on track, and when you hit 15, what happened? High school. High school. What school did you go to? Uh, Erasmus. I went to John Jay. John Jay High School. John Jay. Where's that located? Pakistan. Oh, that's pretty good over there. Yeah, John Jay High School. Was you? Was you? Did you graduate? You got out of school. You finished. Okay, so you gave them a hard time, but you did get to. You, they were happy with that. I'm in university right now. So did your mother and them come to the graduation and all that? And you act like a really little little good boy and all that I bullshit. Rent, I rent a car for twelve hundred dollars for one day. You rented a car. Oh, the limbo. And I, so who else was in the limo with you? The girls and all that? You Muslim. You're not supposed to be... I'm not supposed to, but I'm telling you what I can. can you tell the audience... And you from Sudan. Where are you from again? Sudan. Tell me what is... What do you expect to be to do if you're doing the right thing? What, what From not, Sudan. From Sudan, I know for a fact right now I'm not doing the right thing. Because the... Okay. What do they expect from I'm you? I'm trying to fix it. What do they expect from you? Like... I'm not pray every day, pray, pray every day. No smoke, no birds. No, no girls. No, no. Would you would you be marrying somebody that is Muslim? Yeah. Or would you marry a Muslim or a white girl or a black girl? Or... No, I prefer a Muslim. You're going to marry a Muslim? Yes. She's going to take care of me. You know, you sound just like that dude in the store, that Yemen kid. He, he's a, he got... So what are y'all women? Are they slaves to the men or they just take care of the men? So your sister would be expected to do the same thing that you expected from another girl? Yep. What if she don't want to do it? Your sister's in a university right now. She's not going to come back with the same thoughts. She will, but she has to. She has to. I think that most of you guys... Let me tell you one thing. About words, about culture, religion, about the women of your culture, what? They got no word. They got no word? Yo, he, yo ladies and gentlemen, you know what he did? He went across his lips with his hand like, shut up. That's the shit you do. How are they dealing with that? Do they ever, you know, they don't listen, want that. That's it. Huh? She got to listen. That's it. And what do you got to do? You got to do everything. Whatever I want. No, that's no. That's how it works. You can ask any other guy who's Arabic or Muslim. Listen, that's it. But the Arabic, so that would mean that the Arabic women, 
they're almost like in captivity with your bullshit, right? Yep. You, you're admitting this shit. Right. You're admitting this shit. It's our generation. Your generation. Yes. Your tradition. Yep. Your ge- the women of your generation, they're not going Man. for it. Those Muslim girls down there and all of them cute ones, they're not tolerating no shit from a guy like you. So, wait a minute. So, you know that. And he's smiling his ass off. So since you know that, <laughs> since you know that, more than likely you were appeased to their needs, right? I was talking to the guy from um, Bangladesh. And his father is very religious, Muslim, right? And he said he's not being a really good Muslim because he smokes cigarettes like you. And he do everything. And he says that. You do whatever you want. I don't smoke. By the time I walk home, I should get out of my clothes. So now, your mother and them is happy that you graduated. You're in university. What she was mean? happy. But she was, but at the same time, she's not 100% happy. Because you could have did a lot better and all that. Not she saw you smoke yeah. a cigarette? Yeah. Wow. That ain't cool. That's not cool. That's why she's not happy 100%. She, first of all, she wasn't supposed to ever see that from me. Exactly. I was scared of My uncle's an imam. He's been through a lot of shit. He, he's very Even though we don't practice it, he be doing But we give him respect because he's he's good. He goes back and forth to Saudi Arabia here and there. And he was married to an American woman, my cousin's mother. And, you know, it's, it's a little tension. But I think they got past that. Because I don't think they understood that once he got the no Islam, it grabbed he gravitated to. So so when you when you when a guy what do you think about all the brothers that are here now? Just like that. We're not 100%. Wait a minute. What happened? We are not 100%. How you doing? This is a Facts in the Porcupine podcast. We're going to stop for one minute. He's got to answer us. Yeah. You just said that the guys that are coming here, the Muslims, they're not real Muslims? I mean, that's they're not, but they're not 100%. Why you, how do you say that? Somebody else said that about another guy. What is 100% Muslim? 100% Muslim is the guy works, pray, well, they just do not play here. around. Don't drink, they, they don't just, curse. They just got here, though. You understand all language? Where was he from? The same country? But y'all understand? So what's a fake Muslim? You just said that those guys are here. Muslim who says that he's a Muslim, but he's doing that dumb shit. Can I be, if I'm an American and I went Muslim, you call me a fake Muslim. Somebody was telling me when the guy, the Iman, he was saying that I did, they gave me a, a, a Quran, you know, I'm learning. So the black guy was saying that the American Muslims are not really looked at equal instead of people coming from Saudi Arabia and all of that. If you practice the religion, you should be. You should be. That's right. When you come here, you see the liquor stores. They sway, just like anybody. But for the most part, most of the Muslims I know, they're very serious because it's the young ones. I I got on the train. The R train has a lot over there in their Fourth Avenue. A lot. They got a mosque there. It's a lot, and um, they're perfect. Line up outside when they get on the track, it's like a total different story. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Why did you have to give him one? He just showed up and just say, I plead no content. They would have gave you the fine and that would have been it. That's not my point. Gonna, like, so you have a driver's license? Yeah. Uh, so you, you drive that motorcycle. You have a motorcycle license too? How did they pull you over on the bike? I got pulled over by four cars. They blocked you in? Yes. <laughs> you were doing some stupid shit. No, I wasn't. You wasn't doing no wheel, nothing dumb. Nothing dumb. I just didn't have Because when you told me that, I went and told somebody, and I saw the cops stopping other people, too. Yeah. I, I, they four, four cars undercover. They fired me. One of them, like, first thing before he, like, do anything, he come grab the keys. Like, what you doing? Before, so before how did, would you stop at the light or some shit? I stopped. Could they, whoop, 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 whoop. One over, out of here, one over here. They blocked you in. One over here. They blocked you in. Exactly. When he did me, I thought my You know why? They probably thought you was moving drugs, too. You know, that's a lot of people been moving the drugs, too. I had my shy seat, my glasses, had a big-ass jacket over there. That's what they probably thought. Yeah. They trying to search me, but I did not consent to move search. I had some, you know, on my pocket. You had weed on yourself. You had something else. So then it wasn't wrong for stopping you because you had something then you just didn't get caught with it. No, they stopped me for But once they have a once they stop you for something, they want to extend, you know. Also, I had the fake plates You had fake plates. So the cops did their job. What so wait a minute. Was you would you upset that they stopped you? Nope. You wasn't upset that they were doing their job. It's your fault and you're guilty. Your mother, did she know? So she's fucking pissed at you, man. Would you ever go back into a courtroom as long as you're in this country? I don't think you like that. That shit ain't cool. And you know they make money. You got your helmet. You're not going no more. You're going to leave a gun in the house, right? Right? Yeah. Listen, what you're doing... Every All of this is like a fucking circle. Of, you know, look, you're going to go around and around dealing with that shit until you like pop out the circle and say, all that time I wasted because you in this country from another country and people are killing themselves to get to this country. All right. Well, it seems like so we got to expect some good things from you now, right? Promise? Well, that was... I'm gonna get out of here. You're getting a little busy. Wanted to ask you: Is there any Muslim holidays? You don't celebrate Christmas. You don't celebrate New Year's. What holidays you celebrate? Eid Eid. Eid Adha. That's just two. What about the pilgrimage? Just two year celebration. Which one is the pilgrimage? The the the. the come first in March. Right. Have you ever done the pilgrimage? Not yet, right? Well, I want to thank you for giving me your time. It's the Facts of the Porcupine podcast. I'm gonna stay on him, y'all. I know him. He's fucking. He's crazy. He's fun, and he's trying. And he's young, so you know he, he gets a couple of things to do. Hurt his arm. He ain't gonna do that no more. He's never going to go back to where he was, the criminal, 
justice system for a freaking helmet. And I told you to wear the helmet, remember? But I think overall, he's going to make his mother proud. And you know what? I think you got a good foundation. You just fucking around. So parents, we always give them the foundation. When do you think if you had a son or a daughter and you knew how you behave, what would you do? No, you can't smack the shit out of her. You, you never got disciplined. Your father spanked you or beat the shit out of you. And at like about six, like between 10 and 11, because you were really, really, is he a big man? He's my size? Yeah, but there ain't much you can do. Yo, my man, I'm going to tell you something. You don't know what I know. Stay focused. Once you go back to, you go back in front of him with the robe, with the hat. It's fucking a done deal. I, I got, I don't know. I've never wanted to go there. I got arrested one fucking time. I called my phone, my house. My father hung the phone up. So if I would have been in trouble, trouble, he probably would, he wasn't, he wasn't dealing with that. He made it clear. And you already focus. And you know, you got to stay close to your cousin and all of them because these dudes out here, man. They ain't they gonna they get you hemmed up. You they, they're gonna definitely tell on you. You know that. All right, well, thank you. From Sudan. My first conversation from Sudan. And if you do have comments for him, we're not gonna tell you they ain't gonna get that far, but you can comment. What is the time frame? What time is it right now in Sudan? Let me check for me, because it's right now, it's 7.30 in New York. This is the Facts in the Porcupine Podcast. Because I'm trying to get those time frames together with the African countries. 2.36 a.m. What time is it right now? 2.36. 2.36. In the morning, yeah. So what time at 12 o'clock would be? Like, yes, there are seven hours. Oh, so you guys are seven hours ahead. Yeah. I'm not waiting up that late to do this. So what, what is your country like peaceful? You know, like the like even though you're at war with your other, the, is it cool to grow up and you know you know the food? What's the best food that I can eat from Sudan? What should I order? The best dish. So what is the staple dish? Give me. No, but food over there tastes. Got different tastes. And you got the spices. So what? What for? What? What? Give me one dish. Tell me one dish. That you like, that you want your mother to make all the time for you. We can do wedding and up. What up and up? Wedding and up. And what is that? I'll show it to you right now. Oh my God, he's pretty smart. He ain't, he's not a bad kid. He's just doing whatever the fuck. I can't believe the police pulled you over like that. Wait, let me see what that is. It looks like sausage. That's the grape, the grape leaf. Oh, the leaf wrapped up in what? Rice. And no meat, no chicken, no nothing? No, nothing. Wow. So, but they got, what's this on the side? She's got the leaf. That's the leaf. That's like the rice mixed with some Right. With, with, do you eat, do you guys eat seafood, shrimp? You're allowed to eat that? But you're Muslim, so what are you not allowed to eat? Pork. Pork, that's it. Yep. 
own, you can eat everything else, but set for pork. Yes. And why do you don't eat pork? Because it's dirty, right? Yep. But you can eat anything from the sea, anything, no pork. No pork. Wow. Hey, thank you. 21 minutes. You're a good kid, man. You're going to do all right. You gave me some good information. You know, you're the first one today. There's a, you know those guys on Franklin and Fulton? Yeah. On the side street where they have all of that. I don't know what they're selling. Like the, the CDs did. But he, I'm going to talk to him. He want huh? They Muslim? They're all Muslim there, but I don't know. I don't know what they sell that. Yeah, they did all the time. But he's he's a good guy. He seems very nice. He told me he wants to talk. I did the Mali, Sudan, Yemen. What other countries that would be good? Morocco. Yeah, I, I met a Moroccan. Egyptian. Yeah, I gotta get that. But y'all seven hours ahead of us. Yes. Love you. See you later. Thank you. Well, he's a great kid. This is the Facts of the World Podcast. Oh, it's another podcast of the Porcupine and, and Facts Experience. This is the facts of the Walking Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Reginald Sweeney. We have out of the United States of America. Now, that young man I'm watching grow up, and he is me. He's just doing things that he should not be doing. Enjoying the wild American life style that cost him an injury elbow oh it's another podcast right, back on track and they had to send him home and like back to experience and like Welcome. i told him that my father refuses to deal with criminal justice it's not necessary Especially the young men that are here. But they will deport you. And for all of that journey to reach here, you find yourself deported. And sometimes I have to talk. I mean, I'm like, you know, not elder. Oh, it's another podcast of the Porcupine and Facts Experience. Welcome that I offer command. But I got a good one. This is an episode that is It's well worth this because there's many ways of making money and there's many ways of being effective in Hear it in his voice, you hear it in his temperament of how he lives a good life. You know, he's trying oh, to do it. 
another podcast of the Porcupine and trying Facts to make experience. sure he puts food on the table for his family. And we have a lot of conversations with guys in the visual. But now here's the situation where you have a man who's a woman. And obviously the people that rip them off on us when they come out and don't pay. But that doesn't bother them. He's a Muslim.
from the east side. You know what? That's, that's a little racist people. bullshit. Well, you know why? Who lives it. from 96 up? Minorities. Who lives from 96 down between? Well, from Europe, yes. Not gonna go work out there. Exactly. So, so basically, the rules of a green car is you can... You're not allowed to hail. They can't flag you down. I mean, they do in it. Certain certain areas, yes. What are the areas that I can flag a, a green car down? In Brooklyn or in the city? But yeah. past 96th Street. In Brooklyn. I mean in the city. Past 96th Street. So you have to pass 96 to get a, to hail a, a green cab. Green cab. And the right. yellow cab, it's all over the Any, city. Anywhere they want to go. My uncle had two yellow cabs. Mm -hmm. He passed away because he worked so damn hard. And his wife just sold it. You know, she sold the hack. Well, we don't know when that shit. And we the, many years ago, which is good for her. Well, she back then she didn't know what anything about the business, so she yeah. just said, "I, I don't have anybody," and and we didn't know what the hack was because back then it probably was fifteen thousand or twenty thousand. Wasn't yeah. a lot of money. It was a lot of money back then, but you know what it is? A few years ago, you look at Medellin, it used to be over a million dollars. I know. Right now, you can come up with fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars in cash. You can get a medallion. Really? This is just to show you how bad the business went down. How corrupt the goddamn business is. Yeah. After all this uh, apps comes to the city. So they have no choice but to drop the um, hack license because if they don't, they will be out of business. Because it's the business, exactly. Who's the biggest one? I guess it's that Elon Musk with those, um, those uh, you know, his car. He's got the electric car. I think he's got his own little cab service. There is a lot of... Uh, wow, Lyft, Uber, all of them. That car, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, do you think you're going to retire doing this? I have no choice. You'll make it. You'll make it. I have no choice. Should we make a left and go straight uh, all the way? Yeah, just open up a little bit. I, I usually go this way because you guys, they come, you know, I, I just go straight down. It's a lot easier. So, you know, another question too is um, how many hours do you work a day? At least 12 hours a day. 12. You just try to come with some kind of food at the table at right. the day. I mean, it's not like it used to be. Before, we used to be okay. I mean, you used to, you used to be able to make $200, $250 a day. Right. But you have to take on, at the same time, you have to take the insurance out of the yes. money. It's, the it's, it's not the easy to operate no. in New York. Now, you'll be very lucky if you come up home with $150. A day? A day for 12 hours. They wouldn't work on the street like Because you got all of this. And that's why these guys cut these meters off sometimes, because they don't want to pay the taxes or some shit. I, I got into it. What you guy. know what it is? I know it's not legally, but a lot of people do. What I was trying to do with him, he's a long one. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, his episode is going to be up. It's up, I believe. I'm not sure. And it's long. And we're getting close to that uh, magic time because we have time time um, zones and and things like that. But uh, he'll be up, you know, he has his full, it'll be Egypt, cab driving, New York City, making a way, family and all of that. And it's all about religion on these evenings. You know, Saturday we're trying to, I'm trying to at least get some content that matters. And um, it's delicate, you know. It's very delicate. You know, you got the war going on. And uh, we have some delicate... Well, we were censored recently. You know, there was an episode that was put up about the, you know, the uh, the Gaza, the uh, 
Hamas war with Israel. My son has Jewish friends and Palestinians and Muslim friends, and he asked me not to, you know, do anything with that. And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this episode here. You know, we give you know little portions of it where he's a Muslim. And he used language, and we had to get in his ass. But he was 70 years old. It's a character. Here we go. What does Alhamdulillah mean, or whatever it is? All praises are due to Allah. Say it again the way you saw me when I came Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Allah, Akbar, Alhamdulillah. That's praising God. That's praising so God. when I go to church, I say, thank you, Jesus. It's almost yeah, 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 yeah. You say, thank you, Jesus. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Watch yourself. Tell you what you're working with. I'm a podcaster. That means I ask people. Uh, it looked like you just called the Holy Ghost. A little bit of humdillah. <laughs> Don't type it up yet. I got to get something else. So, gentlemen, three wise men. A brother's having a problem right now. Mr. Little. This gentleman here was a character. He's His, his show is up. And what I I didn't even, I don't know him. 90% of the people, 99%, I'll go 90, 95%, I have no clue. I don't know anyone. And that's what makes this whole platform, this podcast, the Porcupine and the Facts podcast, worth listening to because these are folks that you would never know. So we're going to pick it up because he was really obnoxious. I'm going to move it past some of his cursing. They came out of Europe. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that either. All right. I'm 33 so here we go. Yeah. I'm 33 years clean in narcotics anonymous. No drugs. I'm Congratulations 30, to that. 33 years. What was your drug of choice? Reefer. That ain't bad. I thought you was going to tell me heroin or something like that. Nah. Cause you could, you look too good to be like doing something. No, no, I, I never. So let that. me ask you something. You have a hat on that you're obviously a Muslim. What? Well, I'm a big time Muslim. This is a big time hat. Well, what kind of big time? What is a big time Muslim? Describe that. Me. That's a big time Muslim too. You Muslim too? Mm -hmm. I took Shahada, but I didn't start reading yet. You read the Holy Quran? I, I got it in the house. Oh, so you Muslim? I ain't got no qualms with That's you. That's what the guy told me. Yeah, yeah. Listen, talk. I'm listening. So there's wars going on right now. And you know the one that you got, Israel and Palestine. What's your opinion about that as being a Muslim? But I want a fair thought, not a one side. You ready? I'm ready. I'm investigating it already. Talk to me. This is the facts Hamas? of the podcast. Zionists are devils. Wait a minute. You're saying Hamas? It's a devil. He was made by the Zionists. Who is Hamas? H-A-M-A-S. Yeah, but what is that? Some kind of person that's called? No, that's some kind of terrorist group. Give, give, help me with this, because people don't know. So you're saying that about the Mahamas... Hey, give, give me that. Uh, um, I'll show you on here. All right. Well, this is the Facts of the Porcupine Podcast. I'm dealing with a nice gentleman. What else do I need, Mr. Little? So the guy cussed, 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 cussed. We, we had it. I was going, you know, we had it going, going. Yeah, everybody's complaining about drugs in the park, doing all that. Was Hamas made by the Zionists? We put a freaking, um, to, 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 to put the lock on, mm. and he cussed the fucking Mm. I'm gonna take care of his ass. Fuck that. 
Hamas is a Zionist cult or a group or a person? The Zionist, the wicked Jew? Well, why don't you tell me? Because I, 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 I already studied it. I'm showing you. Well, I, I'll look it up. But what is? Yeah, when you get home, when you find what you know about it. So when I do look it up, what what is it? Is this somebody? It's a wicked Jew. You said Zionists are wicked Jews. And where did they come from? If you know, uh, who then? Who then? Who 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 is who? He's saying that who Hamas. That I asked him about the Palestinian the Israel issue. Listen to him, listen to him. Zionists or the Caucasians that came out of Europe. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Come on. They came from Europe. The Zionists came from Europe. The Zionists is an ideology, not a person. And it stemmed from Europe. Yes. Somebody said that Europe is like the the, 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 the problem of a lot of problems. No. That's no, the, the thinking, the, 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 thinking, the ideology. Yes, yes. yes. I know. mean, everybody got their own interpretation. Of I get the it. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know. Everybody got their own interpretation about the European, but if you look at history, world history. What about the family, Caucasus Mountains? That's what Let's stay on one topic. I want to know more because there's a war yeah. going on, and I want to really understand. Don't, 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 don't get emotional. No, not me. I'm just, I'm, I'm good. So, I'm not going to. Don't you get, you stay in your seat, brother. It's <laughs> 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 the porcupine. I ain't scared yeah. of this. So that's what that's what the Zionists is a, a, a ideology, not a person. So are they helpful to both sides, like the Palestinians? No. What do they do? The Zionists is an organization that's favorable towards Jews. Okay. So, so wait a minute, the Hamas group, the Hamas, Hamas was created because when the Jews was started taking over Israel, they was fighting the PLO, Yasser Arafat. Mm-hmm. So Yasser Arafat was powerful. Yeah, once they kept, once he so died, once yeah. they did what they did what they did was they created Hamas to help them oppose Arafat. There you go. That's that's it. You just heard it. Zionists created a Hamas. So they created Hamas to help them oppose Arafat. So you mean to tell me the Jews? You're saying it's a Jewish folk. No, no, listen to him. He's yeah. ahead of me. So there's a, there's a, he's ahead of you. That's a good point. See, see, sometimes when you don't know nothing, you, you give yield. Like I did, I yield to you. You yield to him. Okay. So you're saying that Zionists is a Jewish, Jewish. It's an ideology. Ideology. So is it a reverse to get the land? Like the you know. Well, what happened was when the Jews, Caucasians, the Jews, white people left Europe. When Hitler kicked them out of Europe, they had nowhere to go. So a lot of them went to Italy. They went to France. They went to Britain. But some of them went to Palestine because Palestine said, listen, you're our brothers. You're our cousins. Wow. Come on into Palestine. Come on, we give you a place to live. They're both Semitic. And now... Jews and the Arabs are Semitic. And so now when the the Palestinians let them in to share the land... They're trying to take it all? They take... They want the whole thing. Is that really what you think? They took 75% of the land. That's not what I think. That's a fact. They took 75% of the land. And the Palestinians had already been there. A long time. Wow. And that's why they never stopped fighting. That's why they said never be. If I come in your house, you let me use one of your bedrooms, then you come from work, I tell you, you can't use the kitchen and the bathroom. What are we going to do all day? We're going to fight. Buy something else. Buy something else. Right? Am I right? That's what I'm doing. It's another podcast. Welcome. Okay, 
they have their own episode is up there we are approaching time that we have to say thank you to each and every one of you in the kitchen Ridiculous comments and nasty stuff like one guy And there's a lot more. I think this particular episode is up with him. He used language. He actually apologized. Hey, but we it's another podcast of the Porcupine and Facts Experience. We have this conversation. I look forward to you guys. Don't be interested in following us on the podcast. We appreciate you. This one here was January 2nd. You'll hear it though. It started to get details of the Respect that. We share it. He asked him, please, can cousins marry? And he was I guess you guys know that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And where is this character? Crazy. Oh, it's another nice podcast of the Porcupine. He has and the right to be experienced. Welcome. An elder. We got some incredible, like here's one, equity, Sagittarius, both interesting, great friends. This is your world, this is humanity on this planet. We don't say anything. I don't even know how to do it. Not touching what comes out of anyone's mouth. Here it is, six days ago, he's Muslim, a damn character, and he has many wives. So he's claiming he's got a couple of wives, and I'm talking about 20 or 30. He's a fairly good looking man, probably back in his days, he was doing what he did. Oh, it's he another did. podcast. We listen to his podcast. And fast experience. Welcome. And, but all in all, hilarious, honest, and you heard a little bit about desires, because with little. And everybody that was in the harvest most community harvest on the wrong mosque is on that side, not, not the mosque you heard earlier. It's another mosque. So my goal is to get to know as many people as I can before I leave this planet. Offer some information and insights to others in China. We got a woman who traveled over 70 countries. Patty. Patty should be right now. World. Another podcast of the nine days and facts experience. Welcome. For those indigenous folks, maybe only three or four hundred, less than a thousand of them left on the planet. And how does she trust us or go So, this is the facts of the Porcupine podcast. I want to let everybody know. I'm so grateful that the content is really reasonable. Sit back. Orders, tea, whatever you do. Because these platforms are things that are changing. Nobody's watching. They're getting sick of it. 
I just started at this. We have over 4,000 downloads. 4,000. I, I don't even think I'm doing Part of my it's another podcast. And even Whoa. no matter who you are, between the taxes, you know, it's so much. I don't think it's society. Because the world's got a splinter. There's gonna be another war. China wants Taiwan. It's gonna be crazy. Coming in from the United States everywhere. This, the laws gotta be broken to this day. They lock black men up and they let them You got Mosley amongst everyone. You got the mosque over being overrun. They need assistance. These guys are here in the country. They don't speak the language. They write. Oh, it's another podcast. I'm trying to it's get the language to let experience. Half of the shit they're doing every day, they're breaking the law. Do not think that the black male and the female is that has ancestry slavery behind this country that we're in place. This shit is not easy. They come to the United States, they're looking for quick, beautiful green. They, you know, it's unfortunate they're coming in under inflation. It is really, really tough to know guy said this one he said a man that is born to a dark-skinned woman will have dark days and I never believed that she was he was an educator so we're a little oh, we're a little lost our path the Jim Crow and the Willie Lynch psychological warfare is a bitch apartheid you name it What is the new world order? Technology. You gotta stay on top of it. But we're gonna give each and every one of you guys for hanging in there with me today. Coming into the studio, being respectful to the platform. I one bad comment. Comments I could, you can say whatever you want. And I'm not, I'm on, I'm on the desktop. And I'm gonna switch over to the phone. I want to see what it looked like because I think guys are putting their comments in. You know, I'm not an engineer. We're live, but I'm going to go live on my own. Oh, it's another podcast of the Porcupine and, uh, and Facts Experience. So we're heading to the point where it's time to get off. If you guys even mention anything in the comments, we're going to be doing this often. I just getting into the group with the mosque and, you know, the brothers that are there. And uh, this is the Facts of the Porcupine Podcast. I'm going to bid you adieu. I want to say good night to you. Good morning. Good afternoon. Stay safe. Stay wise. Stay smart. Have a kind heart. Be well. Facts of the Porcupine Podcast. Your host, Reginald Swinney, out of the great United States of America. And what I'm going to be doing, I have already met some of the other brothers. He's seven. No, this guy is probably out of and we were able oh, to get him another podcast of the Porcupine. Uh, we just want to try to do experience. what we can. Welcome. And I think by working something out with the laundry man for these guys to stay clean, you know, smelling good, we're going to figure something out. Be good. Thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time. In yourself, or by yourself, or with your family.
Tell all these kids, say you love them. Stop texting, call up somebody, say hi, hear their voice. That's why we do it. Stay safe.